I think boundaries are crucial for just development in general. Um, I think every kid um, in your own home, you believe they, they're going to make great choices. You want the best mm -hmm. for them. But we all have a sin nature, and, and there's so much accessible to them. Mm -hmm. uh, I think to, to give them a phone without any kind of uh, boundaries, you're, you're handing them a loaded weapon. Hi, Ed and Lisa Young here from the Creative Marriage Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We're right behind Joe Rogan in popularity, people say. This new book we've come out with, Lisa, called The Creative Marriage, The Art of Keeping Your Love Alive is available. On Amazon. Amazon. We want you to pick up this book because it's all about keeping your love alive. It's about creativity. It's about having a marriage that represents the best of the best. We want people to look at our marriages and mm -hmm. say, wow, I want what they have. And yes. that's what the creative marriage is all about. So we'll see you very, very soon. Make sure to check out the creative marriage on as many different platforms. Hi, we're Ed and Lisa Young, and this is the Creative Marriage Podcast. We're so excited that you joined us for this podcast as we talk about keeping the art of your love alive or the art of keeping your love alive, no matter what life throws at you. And today we're joined by some very special guests. Um, we're gonna continue a conversation with Chris and Janice King. Uh, they're just awesome people. And I know you're gonna learn so much as Ed and I get to talk to them about their marriage and about their family. Well, the Creative Marriage Podcast is is massive. I don't want to brag, but you've got the Joe Rogan experience here, and and we we are on his heels. I mean, he is fearful of the Creative Marriage Podcast. Oh yeah. Did oh, you yeah. know that, King? No, but it's exciting. You can tell. I mean, I saw Jordan Peterson on there the other day, and they were both a little bit. Whoa, hey man, uh, we're we're casting this big shadow to become the number one podcast oh, in the go. universe. That's right. King, anyway. Janice, <laughs> I don't know where that came Jan, from, but. Janet, Jan and, and, and King. Okay, you guys have a wonderful family. One, they're one of the best families I've ever seen. That's why I wanted to have them on on our uh, podcast, but they've been married for what, 47 years? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that, you can round up. 23, 20, 20, yeah. 23 years, 23 they have years. three beautiful children, Jackson, and uh, Haven and Brindley, and so, but they have a unique situation. Jackson was 17 months old when the twins were born. They're identical twin girls, and they've just done a great job navigating parenting, keeping mm -hmm. their marriage alive. And Chris is in ministry. He's on staff here at Fellowship Church, Janice as well. And um, I just think it's gonna be good to get even more intel mm -hmm. from the kings. From the kings, <laughs> they're, they're, they're the king of marriage and family. <laughs> yeah. The king. Wow. Janice, it's, seriously, it, it, it's not easy though, it's worth it, but it's not easy, A, having a great marriage, mm -hmm. and B, rearing kids, and especially going through those tumultuous teenage years mm -hmm. that, that you're going through right now. But, I mean, is it as difficult as they say? Who are they? I don't know. but. Is it? You know, one thing I would say is that the investment that we made early on when the kids were younger, are they're seriously paying dividends now. What would you say those investments Yeah, are? what are those investments? They've think? been in our church, in Fellowship Church, since the day they were born. Classic born on Saturday in church on Sunday <laughs> kind of situation. That might be a little extreme. Maybe like a little bit, but <laughs> I don't know if it's that exaggerated, actually. Maybe but they were born on Saturday and you were in church. I, was, I definitely <laughs> I was think in. that might be it. I couldn't wait to get to church, actually. 
but I do think them being a part of our church since that's all they've ever known. Yeah. I've had proximity to some great people. All their heroes yes. are people here at Fellowship. Obviously yes. close to you guys. They've been privileged to be around your family a lot as well. So everybody they really admire, they've met in Fellowship and they've seen people live this stuff out. So those investments, obviously at home, supporting all that, uh, being in FC Kids, being in the student ministry, all those investments are really paying off for us now because even if our eyes not on the ball exactly where it needs to be, somebody's got our back and they're doing things and saying things mm -hmm. that they've heard here. Uh, that's, it's, it's just great to know we have that support. I would add to that, Chris, that you and Janice have actually um, lived that life throughout their early years. In other words, it's not just having them in church. That's a huge part mm -hmm. of it. But what they saw at home was also an investment even at those very, very young, early childhood ages, because, um, you know, studies will tell you that so much of the behavior of our adolescent years are based on the foundation of the preschool years. And that's a scary thing because we uh, kids seem to be a little bit easier to take care of when they're really young and they're mm -hmm. running to mm -hmm. us for love and they they seek us because we're their primary source of everything. But then they become these little yeah. independent teenagers and yes. it's not quite the same. So that foundation is huge. What's that phrase, the, the caught versus oh, taught? Thing, what Pastor had said before, yeah. things are better. Th things are better caught than taught. So many yeah. of those lessons, they just yes. see you. Right. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, caught. Yeah, they're better us, caught than taught. Instead yeah. of us lecturing. I didn't make them. that up. Yeah. But, yeah. but thank I you for you giving me credit. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> but you know, too, um, sometimes people, you know, that have done really well financially. I mean, they're driving the five series Mercedes, things like that. <laughs> really? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. It has nothing that'll to do be, with I'm anything. King. That'll be an edit. It's the reason time, I'm here. No, one time King was talking about <laughs> wealthy people. He said, yeah, they come rolling up in their 5 Series Mercedes, and everybody died laughing. They were like, what? At the time, that car didn't series exist. BMW. Anyway, I was kidding. But seriously, though, you know, sometimes, um, um, you know, people of means that, that have a lot of resources, resources can, can become um, outlets that people that people take and get involved in as opposed to the church. The foundation of the, the foundation church. Of the church. Yeah, and, sure. and it's an anchor mm -hmm. that is just it's great if you have resources, but you have to realize the the importance of the church. So we see people a lot who have resources. We we have people at Fellowship Church, great, you know, people of course who or more just meat and potatoes, middle-class people. Mm -hmm. We have some who are, who, are, who are lower class, but I think no matter where you are in life, no matter how big a pile of stuff you have, the church is the key component next to the family as far as rearing those, those, those great kids. And the, the deposits pay off. Yeah. Well, for us, the church teaches God first, marriage second, the ch children come mm -hmm. next. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, that that is what you're living out in your home. And then it's also being supported through the church. And so I, that yeah. is so valuable. But 
a lot of people don't see the link between good parenting and a healthy marriage. Mm. Yeah, that, have you have you guys continued to have a healthy marriage when, within that? Because when your mm. kids are, when your children are, are, let's just use the teenage years. I mean, things change. Yeah. You know, their their highs and lows can make a difference on how you guys are connecting. Yes. I mean, what what does that look like? Does that even does that even make sense? I mean, I I think it does. I think again, I even go back to our our experience here at Fellowship, going to Miami for a while and taking an adventure like that together. So y'all were at the Miami Yeah, Chris and Janice pastored our, our church in Miami. Yes. yes, and so making that leap and, and our kids being able to see us go through that. And it was an adventure in a lot of ways to be in a place that you've never been. And yes. Mm-hmm. I think as many times as we've done that, whether it's trying new things in, even in our home with them, being active in our kids' interests, I think we've tried to keep it fresh just by trying new stuff and keeping it interesting. Being creative. Being creative. Yes, being oh, creative. Like, I thought you were going to get to that. Well, I read that like book that a long time ago. Yes. Uh, we like that word. Okay, so tell me this. This is something that parents tend to shy away from with their teenagers. There's this battle between respecting their space and inspecting mm-hmm. their space. Like Whoa. Their, their friendships. That's good. Their... Mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. Um, Phone conversations, mm-hmm. texts. I think they don't have so many phone conversations as they do texts. Text. I yeah. don't think. I think that's like zero nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> phone I mean, conversations. I would rather, you know, texting, to me, yeah. I'd rather just pick the phone up. I, I mean, know. I like texting some, but I mean. Come on, somebody. Picking up the phone back in the day to dial the number and talk to people. I I just learned to do the two uh, thumbs. Thumbs. Oh, no, Janice is still doing the one finger. Oh, Jan. It's so sad. I can help you. I'm old, but I can say (laughs) it. So sad. Okay, so tell us what do you do about um, being involved in those little sticky. I don't think we've ever really had any issues with that. We've kind of always taking it where you know you live under our house we're paying for that phone we can read it anytime we want oh. we can i mean we're very like Why in the yeah. i mean i don't phone. i don't i've never apologized for that and i've never i've never felt the need to feel that's like they so need space, good but i'm like that is you're my in my phone. house and king yeah. said <laughs> what'd you say it's my phone that's my phone and we i pay for that, that phone that is beginning. not your phone yeah. i'm letting you use it and that's yeah. fine but it, it belongs to me so the the screen code. Oh yes. Well, I'll time. know the code. You'll never have a code I don't know. Yes. Oh. Uh, I will be picking up that phone and reading your text Whenever messages at want. any time. So. That's good. It's uh, and so they've always known that. There's now there's there's no way they could hide it. I mean, they I say there's no way they could hide it. I guess. Yeah, of course. Uh, people have figured have, out ways, but we in our have, house it's my phone. Do you have boundaries on how long they can keep their phone day? Do you take it up at night or anything like that? This is a great tool called Screen Time. Okay. that allows you to actually control the number of minutes that they're on specific apps. Okay. You can turn off text messages, you can turn off internet access. So they can say, I need the phone for an alarm in my bedroom, fine. Well, you're not gonna have any access to that phone while it's in your room. We'll shut off everything that's on it. And why is that important? I think boundaries are crucial for just development in general. Um, I think every kid, um, in your own home, you believe they, they're going to make great choices. You want the best mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. But we all have a sin nature, and, and there's so much accessible to them. Mm-hmm. Those phones are uh, they're, they're an access to a very dark, dark part of our culture that is so easy to get to. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming at them, mm-hmm. um, and it's coming in every shape, size, and form. Uh, I think to, to give them a phone without any kind of uh, boundaries you're, you're handing them a loaded weapon. Yeah, It's, it's yeah. naive to do and that. And also, I think it's healthy that you're teaching them, you know, we trust you with this 
as a phone. Yeah. We know it's necessary. Um, well, I mean, it is necessary and it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. Ed right. and I grew up, <laughs> we didn't have cell phones. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but so you, know, you might have some parents that say, well, I'm just not even gonna allow my child to have a phone. But I do mm -hmm. feel like giving them a phone, it gives them an element of trust that you've trusted them but you're also showing them the discipline of the boundaries. You're showing them the value that you are placing on their minds and their hearts right. to say, I care enough about you that I'm putting controls on this. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it, it's just a good all around teaching tool. Mm -hmm. It's a great tool when you need to take something And you know, away. When, when you're in the <laughs> you know moment as a, as a teenager, you, oh man, I can't believe this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. You, you, you put about 10 years on them, they look back and go, thank you, God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, mm -hmm. for my mother and my mm -hmm. father who loved me enough to, mm -hmm. to set these boundaries and mm -hmm. guardrails so, and guidelines. With their friendships, mm -hmm. um, have you ever had times where you really had to put you know, mm -hmm. I hate to say interfere, but interject. Mm -hmm. yes. Maybe that's the on it. Interject mm -hmm. in a relationship. Oh yeah, that friendship. happened to us um, when we were back in Miami with my son's closest friend. You could call him his best friend. And he's a great kid. The family, great people. They just, they don't do church. And we've, we tried and tried and invited and invited. And we even had them over for dinner. We ate dinner there. I mean, they were, they're great people. You know, you can't help but yeah. love them. They'll do anything for you. They, it's just the church just was not So they didn't have a... Christian background no. and no. did he meet through school or mm -hmm. oh yeah, it was yeah school and and of course they played sports together and so it's just uh -huh. kind of like and he's like I said he was a great kid but we had that summer where we had to just kind of put brakes on it. and we're like you know what Jack I mean we're gonna just gonna have to you know no more spending the night lessen your time you're spending with them yeah and the conversation you know, started really early in that process too so even at the beginning of stages of that we talked to them about friend choices, and of course we used the, the they book as well and talked about tough, honest, encouraging, yielded to God. People as your friends, they're school people. There's people you mm -hmm. know at school, they're acquaintances, but you're, you're deep friends, mm -hmm. the ones you're going to do life ones. with. That's very well said. They have to be within this. And, and, and you know what? Great. It sounds well as said. if that sounds a bit exclusive. Mm -hmm. It does. Mm -hmm. But when you think about... Christianity is exclusive. I know. And so it's fine to have relationships that will mm -hmm. not cause you mm -hmm. to compromise. And mm -hmm. But when as a parent, when you see your child spending a whole mm -hmm. lot of time with people who may be good people, mm -hmm. but they mm -hmm. don't have that core value of a relationship with mm -hmm. Christ, that's a defining mm -hmm. uh, thing. And again, acquaintance, but like a sleepover, spending mm -hmm. the night, that's mm -hmm. a lot of time mm -hmm. you're giving to mm -hmm. encourage a relationship with someone who doesn't have that same priority mm -hmm. and commitment. And, and I'd love to say that he understood. I'd love to say, oh, he was, oh, dad, I trust you. Mama. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not how it goes down. Right. He, he did not understand. But we had to make that call anyway. But then I think as the summer went on and they, they weren't as close as they were because, you know, we just, we filled it the time yeah. with other things and other people. So we actually right. made sure that he would start hanging out. Almost like you have to do play dates for teenagers sometimes. <laughs> we were it's setting them up funny, with other friends. But it's yeah. true. It's you still yeah. do play dates when they get in you know, high school. Jan. You can pick their friends because you're driving yes. them there. And so we, he started hanging out with someone who went to our church and then they started getting, getting along. Stuff. And so we kind had filled space. that gap a little bit. Okay, yeah, and it, Chris, and that helped. Janice, why... Do, do most parents, I'm talking about Christian parents, go, whoa, I just, I just don't want to do that. I mean, I, 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 
Why? I don't, I don't want to be that controlling. Yeah, so, man, they need to make their own choices. And I mean, why Why do we say that? They it's hard work. They weren't raised in a Hispanic again? house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My parents weren't like. <laughs> so like, what now, Katie? So that's you said a cultural thing? I mean, yeah. said it's too. It's hard work. It's, it's hard, hard work, man. You think about disciplining. Most of the Ooh. discipline choices you have with your children, the things you take away, whatever, they affect you. Oh, like you take away the keys to the car. Well, now I've got to go to the grocery store and do this, or I've got to take Haven yes. to tennis practice. It's a discipline for him, but it, it's tiring for me. Taking away the phones is a huge pain. King, these are truth bombs you and, and Janice are dropping. Taking, taking away their, their TV, their screen time with their iPads. Oh, great. Now, now we have to I'm entertain the child. Now I'm going to like, what am I going to do now? Oh, my goodness, what in the world? <laughs> that is hilarious. Almost like you know punishment what? on you a little bit. That I'm is... going to subscribe to the Creative Marriage Podcast because of this episode. Yeah, I would say it's the best, for sure. We're so glad that you joined us for the Creative Marriage today. And thank you, Chris and Janice, oh. for being a part and sharing such gold nuggets, yes, if you will. I mean, I want to I text them three fire emoji yeah so i mean this content you know i made that up no yeah, one ever heard it before no, no i, I was the one that started the three fire emoji so if you enjoyed this episode there are many more like it subscribe to the creative marriage podcast and help us get the word out by leaving a five-star review we would so appreciate it because we feel like content like this yes. is worth five stars thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time